Providing for your family is a top priority. But what happens when you need affordable health care? Christian Healthcare Ministries could save you up to 40% today. As a member, you can choose your provider without network restrictions. Sign up at your convenience with our anytime enrollment. Join a Christian community that supports each other's medical expenses, offering peace of mind as you prioritize what's most important. Enroll now at yourchm.org. I'm Janice Dean. I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Harris Faulkner. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, August 7th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. The distance between an expectant mother and a safe place to give birth grows wider, according to the March of Dimes. There are statistics about women who have not had prenatal care or inadequate prenatal care, and we know those women are three times more likely um, to die compared to women who do get prenatal care. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. What do you do if you're an expecting mother, a pregnant woman, who needs to travel more than a half an hour to see a doctor or a nurse, or more importantly, to give birth safely? An updated report from the March of Dimes suggests this is the growing trend for millions of women in the U.S., a phenomenon they call a maternity care desert. Maternity care deserts are counties where women do not have a birthing place, whether that's a hospital or birth center or a provider um, to see them and for maternity care. Dr. Elizabeth Chereau is the CEO of the March of Dimes. The organization was first formed in the 1930s by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, initially to combat childhood polio, but later worked to improve all birthing conditions for pregnant women and their babies. You can find more about their work at marchofdimes.org. And so we have you know, put out our latest report for 2023, and that shows that 5.6 million women live in counties with no or limited access to maternity care. Um, and this is really a trend going in the wrong direction because women are struggling to access care before, during, and after pregnancy during their that journey that, you know, it, it's... um. It, it only highlights the that we are still the United States is, you know, has some of the worst outcomes for an industrialized nation. Um, so and that's what this um, report tries to highlight. And it goes into tons of data, which I know can be overwhelming uh, okay. as we start to look at it. So I'm excited to talk to you about it today. Well, let's talk about before we get into those data points, let's talk about the type of care that. Uh, women would be needing. Uh, just from my own life, I could tell you that my own child was born via cesarean, and and we were quite lucky to be giving birth. Or my wife was giving birth. Uh, uh, I was, you know, there for the moral support, of course. But uh, she, uh, we had access to perhaps one of the best hospitals in our state, if not, I would say, even the country. That is obviously not the case for everyone, but there are people who don't even have access to perhaps maybe middle-of-the-road care. Uh, and let's talk about the care that, that that is lacking or the care that is supposed to be available but isn't. That might be the best yeah. way to start. Yeah, so you're talking about birthing ho- hospitals that have 
places to give birth, birthing hospitals. And so we've seen a 4% decrease um, in the last year. And those 301 birthing unit losses in the U.S. is really, since the 2018, is hospitals going in the wrong direction. And, And the state of maternity care, obviously, if you need to go be seen, it's about getting access. So if you have to drive really far or uh, and you, let's say you have a high risk condition or a chronic condition that needs to be seen. So let's put it in really context. If you start bleeding in the third trimester, more than likely you need to be seen. And if you are having to travel um, more than 30 minutes, let's say, um, those outcomes will be worse. So, and you're talking about preterm birth, the number one cause of infant mortality. That's why I highlighted, and it's one of the things that March of Dimes tries to elevate and highlight. So if you focus just there on a high-risk condition or high-risk incident in your your third trimester, not having access can mean you know a preterm birth or uh, an emergency C-section that doesn't happen or um, a hypertensive crisis that doesn't get taken care of. And we know that um, that that distance to travel that um, becomes starts to impact on on outcomes, not just you know for hospitals, but also for prenatal care. So quickly switching there. There are statistics about women who have not had prenatal care or inadequate prenatal care. And we know those women three times more likely um, to die compared to women who do get um, prenatal care. So if I had 150 miles to drive um, for a prenatal visit, maybe I wouldn't go. But if I was bleeding, I certainly would want to go. Right. And right. and so um, without having that access becomes a bigger issue um, altogether. I think my next question would be, and again, I'm the person thinking about sure. getting uh, getting to that hospital, even when it's 30 minutes away. Um, not everyone's got their own car or someone got- with their own car to drive. Yep. That, that, yeah. that, that, that adds another layer to this this block, right? No, super. Uh, yeah, you you nailed the head. I mean, you could live in a maternity in a place where you don't have a maternity care desert, but you maybe have low, you know, a lower rate uh, or you know, big travel distance. You still may not have a vehicle to get there. Um, I think it's Washington D.C. When you start looking at that data, it's quite striking uh, where how that it's not the distance, but it's actually trying to get there and what how you have to navigate a system to be able to get there and, and paying for that public transportation. It's it's not about just ordering your Uber um, right. to get, right? It becomes more complicated than that. Yeah, it could be, uh, a, it could be a bus. It could be a train. We talk often about- It could be both. It, or it could, it could be, be a combination of them. Yeah, of course. Right. Or when I start thinking of outliers like Hawaii or Alaska, it's about a plane. It could be, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. If you're right. right, if you're not on the the main island, the big island of Hawaii, for that matter, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm also it also concerns me, of course, for the for more rural areas where distance is the issue, but again, transportation is the issue. That you you may be in that small town, you may not have your own car or or whatnot, and then it becomes you know you have to rely on some kind of scheduled bus service, which isn't running every 15 minutes or 10 minutes like it is in an urban center like Washington or New York or Los Angeles. Yep. So all, all of this is, is part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think you could absolutely scale back and look at, at that from that. But when you start looking at how many of these are rural versus urban, there are 60% of our counties 
that are maternity care deserts are rural and 40% or 39.9 right. to be precise are urban. So if you really think about it, 60, 40, I mean, that, that covers all those maternity care deserts exist in both rural and urban. So it, it's a, it's both issues um, to your point. Yeah. It, it, um, it kind of runs the gamut for socioeconomic geographic and you got it. And yeah. That. And it, so that's exactly where we end in this report is really, or highlight that it matters, right? Where you live matters and it, it shouldn't matter. And neither should your race or your wealth for your birth outcome. Um, so, but because it becomes an economic issue, not just about transportation, about these hospitals with low birth volumes, uh, you know, net staffing issues, whether it's nursing or provider, um, and then reimbursement for, for deliveries. So it becomes a, a much bigger problem than just how far is it to drive. Um, so, and, and whether you have a car or not, it, it really, um, there's so much more and so much more layered in this report. We're speaking with Dr. Elizabeth Chirot of the March of Dimes on the ever-increasing issue of lacking access to maternity care in the U.S. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. How, how do we solve the problem? I mean, I think it's the quick answer is to say build more hospitals. That's not very easy to do. Build more birthing centers that are standalone. Maybe that's not the the, the, the most easiest thing, but perhaps it's not the most difficult thing to do. Uh, there, there's a, a large part of the of the community at large, if you will, that pr uh, promotes home births that hopefully would be done with competent people around them. Um, is, is there a, a, is there one good solution or is it an array of solutions that, that need to be pursued here? Yeah, you're, you're, you hit the nail on the head. It's a very complex problem with a whole set of host of, um, complex solutions that aren't, if there was one, we would have, right. We would have said, let's do that one. Um, I, I like the idea of an array. I think that, um, is a great vocabulary word to highlight here. Um, because it, it's, and it, because you're going to have to elevate some and, and make others in different areas, right? So if you're talking about how do we reach these women, right? Telemedicine, telemedicine isn't supported in some states. It is in others. That is one part of the solution. Um, getting healthcare providers to uh, these patients, whether that's on a mobile health unit, um, is one part of the solution. But only 2% of all mobile units are in maternity care. Um, should we be doing, right, trying to get some of the most, um, you know, technology wearables to patients to solve for some of these bridges of, of um, you know, distance. Uh, so, so it is a, it's about educating people. It's about getting some programs out to people. It's getting more you know, savvy, maybe with our technology. Um, it's also about doing some of the fundamentals of getting care to patients. Your idea of birth centers, um, you know, and to me, it's about actually solving not just birth centers, but also the the workers, right? So uh, obstetricians, gynecologists, family medicine, midwives, doulas, elevating them and supporting them, um, not only letting them work at the top of their license, but making sure we're, um, retaining them and allowing them to get, you know, especially a doula, uh, you know, which is a, someone who supports uh, pregnant people both before, during and after. But that's, you know, if that's going to become your career, let's make it so that's sustainable and you don't burn out in that and that and there, too. So there I've just listed 
probably about (laughs) six things, Evan. So there's, there's a lot here at the March of Dimes. We've been trying to, you know, solve for some of the most complex problems over our 85 year history. So when I think about this, we have layers that we need to, um, really to help support and and to try and move the needle on. Uh, but I, I would say that that it's it's certain and I don't think I've listed all of them. Right. Um, but that's really um, where we start. It's about right now elevating awareness and also trying to figure out what are the right programs for the right time for the right solutions and how we advocate and educate people around them. All of these solutions come down to one uh common denominator which is how you solve any problem and that's money um how do we how do we move from this to that you know i mean this is this a matter of public funding is this a matter of public private partnerships you know you can you can get anything built if there's enough you know someone's writing the check you know and and uh, i don't mean that in a you know in a sardonic kind of way or anything it's 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 reality no i i i think that's exactly right that is the reality is that we need to be able to fund these, both the programs and the education resource, everything that we've talked about. So um, it is a matter of getting state corporate volunteers, all of it, right? We need to get everybody together as a community and realize this can be solved if we could come together um, to propose some of these. And some of these are going to be great winners and some will have less. But yeah, if I had all the funding in the world, the, there would be layers of this solution. Um, so getting that there, you know, to that end is really pulling in um, all of this to, you know, you can help fund the March of Dimes. That's certainly part of it. But really, we try and be a convener of bringing together everything you just mentioned, whether it's the government, whether it's um, corporations, and whether it's volunteers, whether it's organizations to really help solve for these. So um, so I appreciate the question um, because it, it, you're absolutely right. Financially, um, to get there, we're going to need a lot of us together to do it. Dr. Elizabeth Chereau, CEO of the March of Dimes. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. 